Hey guys, I'm trying something new. Chances are you're hearing me on the podcast right now. Um, and as you know, most of my videos, I, well, at pretty much everything that's in podcast form has been taken from my YouTube channel. Um, by the way, if you want to check me out on YouTube, it's Milo Nowhere. Uh, you know, I, I greatly appreciate you subscribing and checking it out, you know, or if it's easier for you to listen to me this way, that's fine. But one thing that I was, I wanted to talk about was basically how, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of America and, and I'm not patriotic at all, but I have to be fair just so I don't be that guy. You know, I was thinking about some of the things that I actually do like about that I like living in, you know, uh, that that comes with living in America. And uh, even as a black man and uh, probably public enemy number one, especially because I'm heterosexual. um, Even I say that I am somewhat privileged, man. But at the same time, I afforded myself certain privileges because where I chose to, you know, kind of invest my time as far as, um, you know, investing in certain, you know, research, uh, not researches, but uh, higher learning, so to speak, you know, things that I that I've taught myself, you know, I kept my ears to the information. And, uh, you know, one thing that I really wanted to learn was... Um, you know how to how to live life on my own how to live life on my own terms i just kind of always been geared towards that i never been a big fan of authority and for somebody like me who doesn't come from a lot of money is just uh i have it really good to be you know kind of i would be considered poor right now as far as money goes but i am good at bringing money to me and over the years, especially over this past year, I've gained a great deal of information of what to do with my money once I get it. And, you know, I'm getting it on my own terms, by the way. If I had a job, you know, actually, I think, think I would be making things a lot easier for me, but then I won't be uh, controlling my schedule. And I'd rather control my schedule. That's the wealth, having your time, man. So um, I really like that even if you are poor, not only can you have a great time, but you're not out of the game. Or I should say broke rather. In this day and age, man, like, because I've shown it to myself, and maybe you have too, but I've made money online, all right? I've made money um, from my phone, from the phone I'm talking to you on, all right? I've, I've made money here, all right? And that's a great feeling. Now, if it ever gets to the point where I don't want to live in America anymore, but... Obviously, I wouldn't go to another country just so I could work a job over there. That doesn't sound very fulfilling to leave my family behind just so I can go slave away somewhere where I don't probably don't know the language or I don't, you know, I don't know the customs, the people. I don't trust them. They don't trust me, whatever it is that, you know, which may not happen. Like, there's no reason to doing that if I'm going to get a job. But ideally, I want to be what they call a um, digital nomad get get this money coming into me i mean coming in for me 
um, you know, when I'm sleeping, when I'm, I don't know, having a good time partying, watching TV, wasting away, crying, whatever the case may be, I got the money coming in, all right? And like I said, I have a, I have a taste of that. In fact, I'm still getting that right now. You know, I'm even getting paid on the podcast. It's a little something, but you show yourself that it's possible, and then now you see all the possibilities, you know? Because realistically speaking, man, like, you can scale something by putting in more time, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you can leverage your YouTube following that you, you know, that you already have by just keep flooding the people with content. And it's like, if you know how to get yourself 100 subscribers, you can get yourself 1,000 100,000, whatever, you know, just be very uh, persistent, man, so yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a big fan of that, this is definitely the land of opportunity, not really the land of free, and and to be quite honest with you, in order for me to even get to this point, it's because I had to understand, I'm not coming from a blind, I'm not coming from blindness, I'm not letting blindness lead this discussion, what I'm talking about. But in order to get to this point, I had to understand that this is war, man. You know, I'm I'm surviving in war. I play chess all the goddamn time. So like I I just know it. I mean I, I and I, I just see life that way. See life unfolds that way. I watch the cause and effect and the dangers of not thinking ahead. So in America, if you got some good good smarts about you, you got some hustle. You know where the water is, so to speak. You know what I'm saying. You know when you when you're in a uh, like a desert or something like that, you go looking for signs of life, cause water be around or something like that. I I I think that's how it goes. But yeah, man, that's if I like that. That's just how I am. If I if I know that people came from greater odds and made something out of themselves, then I, it's hard for me to doubt myself. Then the game is how do I get myself in aligned in order, all those things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely a big fan of that. Okay. Um, what else? I mean, god damn, it's like you really do you really do control your narrative. And one thing that I was thinking about. And you can do this from anywhere, but I, I, I'm just happy about the advancements in technology is because, like, you can build yourself up a media, man. You really can. And it's it's easy for me to kind of overlook the fact that I got 900 subscribers at this point on YouTube because you got people with millions of subscribers and all that. But it's like... At... First of all, it's not a small accomplishment. And at one point, people would have been like extremely excited to know that they got 900 people who want to hear what this particular person has to say for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? So like just imagine somebody in the 40s and you say, "Oh, hey, you got 900 people who tune into you." Chances are if you had if you got 900 subscribers, not subscribers, but 900, you know, just kind of like fans, or, so to speak, who want to hear what you have to say in the 40s or so, you know, you, you, you're probably making a, a good living, you know, with, with their support, you know, probably. I don't know, but, th- I mean, just think about that. 
And like now is greater time than than ever to have yourself just an amazing following, life changing things. And speaking of life changing things, it seems like in America your your fate can really change overnight. Now I know that to be true in ways that aren't all that tangible for the average person. Now we talking about um uh lot lottery ticket winners and you know scratch off one those things but it's it's increasing you know now it's subjective because i can say well anybody can say it took 27 years of work or whatever to be an overnight celebrity and i get that but i'm just talking about like your exact fate like you're like just imagine today I work 13 days at my brand new job that pays um, six figures, 100, 2000 a year or whatever. And I didn't have any money while I was doing that, you know, because I'm fresh off a job where I made about, man, 20000 a year. How did I get this, you know, certifications? It's who you know, whatever. Six figures, government job. All right, that first paycheck is going to change. It's going to feel like a life-changing thing. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have this sense of freedom like you never had before, this sense of happiness, purpose. Like nobody can tell you something about yourself when you got things going for you like that, when it happens like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to paint it all, paint it to be like oh you know very get rich quick type thing but what i am saying is like that's a very tangible thing like a a great deal of us if you can hear this you can tap into it all right now i understand that i have listeners from over 60 countries but you know so this definitely goes to you know anybody who's listening i'm not trying to tell people who not are who aren't in this country to come to america you know what I'm saying? If you choose to do that, that's fine. Um, but personally, as you trying to leave your country, you got other people trying to go there, buy low, you know what I'm saying, buy up your land and wait for, I don't know, gentrification to hit that area as well for the prices to rise all that and bring some money in because, you know, people get tired of their countries and people are getting tired of America and they will continue to do so because, I mean... I mean, America's been in war for over 90% of its existence. Eventually, the chickens are going to come home to roost. Every country hates America, pretty much. You're either extremely in love with them, infatuated with them, or you just hate them. There's no in-between, but everybody knows America, you know. Everybody who knows America likely feels very strongly one way or the other about it, unless you're just completely, you know, just tuned out. But... In any event, it it doesn't matter. All right. So yeah, I do like the fact that you know I I don't have to clean my water, and you know I could get away drinking out of the faucet. You talk about fluoride if you want, but I mean hey, whatever. I'll survive, and I also have a choice. I could buy bottled water. All right. So, but this is not uh, a podcast to talk about American privilege for real. Just wanna talk about some of the things that I like that I have going for me 
I like that because I, I live in a DMV area. So a lot of people who aren't in this area don't really know what that means. You know, if you live anywhere else in America, you think the DMV is a place that you go get your license or whatever. But DMV is DC, Maryland, and Virginia, more specifically DC, Southern Maryland, and Northern Virginia. All right. And it's very interesting that you can go from one to the next to the next in a matter of, I mean, shit, less than 20 minutes, man. Maybe 10 minutes for real, to be honest with you. That sounds about right. And I, I just love that. You know, you got a GPS on and you're leaving from Virginia. Uh, by the way, this is going to be out of order the way that I'm talking because it's kind of off. But, you know, you leave from Virginia and it says, welcome to D.C. And then like a couple seconds later, welcome to Maryland, you know, uh, so which may be out of order. But, yeah, it, it does it like that. And it's just very interesting. But, you know, I really like. Uh, I, I really uh, like living in this area. It really does. Oh, what what I was gonna say is I like living very close to my family. You know what I'm saying? All all pretty much everybody who's everybody to me or who's everything to me lives very close by. And you can kind of. It's great to have a family that you can rely on, and really all of you can be poor together. But because of so many of you, you make it work, give and take type things. And, you know, and I'm not just talking about like the people I grew up uh, grew up in the house with, but even though it's kind of, kind of been like that because you know my cousins and, and and everybody else they're still, um, you know they they spend a lot of time where I grew up, but just like that you know because I I I noticed that with a lot of the, the Latino uh, Latino uh, community their family they stick together. You know, in in bunches they get made fun of. Oh, look at all them fitting in that car. But they pool their money together. They make sacrifices. They take care of the older ones. And then it's, it's just very interesting to see, just kind of from a bird's eye view, because you know the, where I where I come up, where I come from, and my grandma's neighborhood is just I would have to say it's mostly black. Yeah, it is mostly black, blacks and uh, Hispanics, Latinos. Um, so you know, this, is a, this one specific Latino family. It's interesting because I would look. You know, just kind of gaze over over the years and just watch their life advance. So then, you know, you watch them, you know, they got like a, one car is beat down. And next thing you know, is a, you know, they got like five, five, six cars and the cars start upgrading. And then you see them taking home company cars because the Latino community, they're taking a lot of the jobs. You know, it's funny that people will complain about oh they're going to they're taking our jobs out there but the thing is like the latinos are taking the jobs nobody really wants for real that's why you see them in construction both legally and illegally they want the job done and a lot of people they work that they work themselves up man they really you know they really get themselves some money out here in america so it's very cool to to come here and you don't know a lick of English for real and you come here with nothing but just will and ambition just want to take care of your family and you make it happen man you make it happen and uh, I'm happy to see that I'm very privileged to say that I got to work alongside these people both legal and illegal which doesn't really matter to me because you call it the land of the free so I feel like if you're gonna come here you know just be respectful to the people here make some money all right and that's just how it is, man. It's enough money to go around for everybody. It's enough. It's enough to go around. And, you know, it's enough 
for okay everybody can't be business owners i suppose but definitely a lot of room for more business owners and that'll have a trickle down effect on your particular community whichever whichever community you want to impact you know and it's just like man always keep things in perspective i talk about this a lot because it means a lot to me to keep things in perspective to not um take that which you have to be grateful for for granted because there are a lot of people who would switch places with you all right everybody throw their problems on the ground right now everybody throw your problems on the floor all right one two all right now pick them up up oh, what's that you say your problems have been taken hmm, i wonder why because a lot of people if you put throw your, if everybody threw their problems on the ground don't be surprised when you go to pick yours up, yours are missing because there are people who would trade their problems with yours in a heartbeat. So always keep that in perspective. And with that being said, I'll be tuning in. Uh, I'll be uh, chiming in a little later on some things. So y'all have a good one.